online marumaru is the the most hateful kind of habits for our time because、mm. you know meeting online、uh, we need a real meeting but、uh, we cannot so、uh, it's sad that you know kind of、uh, oh it's not unfunny that the people meeting up in、uh, online、mm. like pointed out online nomikai and online omiyai. Or Omiya is that you know the finding your partners and kekonshiki the the marriage right so kind of things that kind of weird but、uh, you know the people should move forward. Welcome back to the Real Issues, Real Voices, Real Japan podcast by Japan Forward. I'm your host Galileo, and today we're joined by our editor in chief Naito-san, senior editor Susan Komori, and journalist Ariel Buseto. A couple of weeks ago, we published the top 25 Japan Forward readers' favorites of 2020. And in today's session, we talk about our favorite stories that we've published this year. Also, we published Japan's trending words in our 2020 stories.、Um, they were Online Marumaru, Animal Crossing, Demon Slayer, Amabie, and the Three Seas. So listen in and let's get into it. So, maybe just to begin with, you know, I'll ask everyone on the call is、um, what were some of the standout stories that you had? This year that we published in Japan Forward, and maybe we could start with Naito-san. Did you have any favorite? Yes, of course. Number one story. This is a Monica Chansoria story. The、uh, the the biological warfare was planned、uh, in China. I mean that that studied in China. So this is a kind of a big hit. This story was read by、uh, international readers from United States, Australia, and even well. Everywhere. That's why it took、uh, the first prize. <laughs> that's you know what, what, what I want to say, and that's the, the many for top first stories are related to the international politics、uh, and related to the China North Korea.、Mm. This is、uh, amazing. I think it the timing was extremely.、Um, Ripe to attract the attention of a lot of readers all over the world, and Japan Forward was actually quoted in academic journals based on that article.、Uh, and so we are now being picked up also by other academic uh, journals uh, and uh, academics uh, in three continents anyway: in Europe, in Australia, and in in the Americas. So I think I think the timing,、uh, China's behavior,、uh, its lack of.、Um, uh, Openness about、uh, the history、uh, and their own actions, and、uh, about the start of the COVID nineteen、uh, ep- epidemic, all played a role in that article becoming、uh, something that people really wanted to read. And the other feature about it that's important is that it was well researched because the author went to Chinese、um, mm. military sources to take a look at what they'd actually been studying.、Mm. So. Uh, I, th- I thought that also helped attract attention. But that said, most of our articles that are that serious are not, you know, the, always the most read. And so the fact that that one was so well read, I think, had a lot to do with the、uh, the speed with which the pandemic took hold. How about you, Susan? Did you have any favorites from this year? I had a few favorites. Yeah, <laughs>、uh, <laughs> um, one of my favorites is the、uh, judo series.、Um, Kose Inoue, who、uh, also is very kindly sent us a New Year's greeting for Japan Forward's readers and thanking J- 
Japan's forward, Japan Forward's readers for, you know, tuning into his series and also, you know, looking forward to the Olympics in the coming year. So uh, I think it's, uh, we're all looking forward to the Olympics. And so I really like uh, that whole connection there. But I also really loved the Konotori um, story, the, all of the space um, stories, all of Japan uh, uh, space agency activities, whether it's a Konotori or uh, the sending Japanese astronaut um, uh, no, uh, Soichi Noguchi to the United States for the first private spacecraft launch ever. Uh, and he's one of the the mission members on that. The rest the other three are Americans. And he's now in a, a long stay at the International Space Station. And then Japan also designing uh, more vehicles for a lunar space station uh, and for delivering um, needed supplies back and forth from that. Japan has just taken this year and been really hot on the space sciences. It has developed technology to take space to new heights. It's brought home these amazing samples from this little tiny, tiny asteroid out in space that it managed yeah. to land on with precision. And then it sent the, the ship that got the samples, sent the samples home, but the ship itself then went off onto another multi-year mission to another asteroid. And Japan's technology that allowed that to happen is just mind-boggling it's just phenomenal it it deserves applause from everywhere yeah very good points i also follow those space stories a lot and it's always exciting that um it seems that they've always been successful expeditions so it's it's always good to hear that good news and i think that to, um maybe, maybe this is a bit personal for the the podcast but you have a son who's going to perhaps one day be uh, yeah. following those kind of missions hopefully, and, hopefully soon <laughs> <laughs> not too soon but for the future and for young people today to see this kind of um, science and mathematics and precision work going on is cooperation it's just so optimistic and forward-thinking and takes your mind off the pandemic it does. It does. I felt that yeah. too. What is your? What was your favorite story? What was your favorite article series? Uh, for me, it was. Um, I might be a bit biased, but I do. I do enjoy reading um, my friend Jason Haleko's um, photography <laughs> um, pieces. They're wonderful. Um, and there was one about so sequence images that he takes. So sequence mm -hmm. images is like because he's an action photographer. So he has the camera shutter take a sec a photo like every what couple of frames or every like maybe I think he has it set at like twenty four um, frames per second. So when mm -hmm. when a when a rider like a like a BMX or a motocross rider jumps, he'll take every shot. Then okay. post production, he'll just pick out um, the the, uh, the appropriate frames, and he'll turn that into a into a single image. And I think it's beautiful okay. when he does that. One of my favorites he, this year. He's been so generous with his knowledge. He shares all of this how to mm. take mm. photos, you know, with uh, our readers. And I think that if anyone has, if anyone likes pictures and hasn't taken a look at his stories, he's sharing the kind of cameras that he uses and how he uses them, and mm -hmm. the pluses and minuses, and 
then he shows you these amazing images and sort of makes you think, well, he told me how to do it. So maybe I can go out and try it. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing too. It's like, it makes it looks easy. Make he makes it look easy, but I'm not sure it's that easy. So that's my that's my favorite. And how about Ariel? Let's close up this and what's um, your piece? I th- I think um, I was a particular fan of the series that we did Corona ni Makeruna mm. um, because it was you know throughout we started this in about May, so it had been a while that the, we are already living with the threat of coronavirus, mm. but was the one column that throughout always tried to bring a bit of positivity mm. in this constantly uncertain situation. Mm. So yet people doing online sumo uh, tutorials or uh, people being creative with their breakfast or um, high ke- uh, high level uh, research taking place so that we can know more about the virus. There was a lot of you know, highbrow, lowbrow, and everything in between um, of bringing some positivity throughout this period. So I think that was actually something I really enjoyed throughout. Yeah. yeah. That's a good series too. I really like that. So to all the listeners, when you have a chance, um, jump over to our website and look out for our top 25 Japan Ford Readers favorites of 2020. And, mm-hmm. um, and let us know also if you have any favorites that you like from this year. Moving to our next topic, Ariel and Susan and Naita-san put together Japan's training words in our 2020 stories for the stories mm-hmm. that we published in, on Japan Ford. The first um, published story that we did was um, online marumaru or online blank blank. <laughs> I don't know how we would say it now in English, but in the back of my mind, when I see it online in the two circles, I always read it as online marumaru. And I know um, in not just Japan, but all over the world, things from our normal everyday life turn into an online kind of lifestyle, like online drinking parties, online meetings, online, um, what was it? Virtual museum tours and different things like this. So I, was, uh, I wanted to ask, Maybe first tonight, the sun. Were there any online marumaru things that you that particularly caught your attention this year? Well, uh, yeah. Well, online marumaru is the the most hateful kind of habits for our time because mm. you know meeting online. Uh, we need a real meeting, but uh, we cannot. So uh, it's sad that you know kind of. Uh, Oh, it's sad and funny that uh, people meeting up uh, in online, mm. like pointed out online nomikai and online omiyai, or omiyai is that, you know, the finding mm. your partners, mm. and online kekonshiki, the, the marriage. Right. So kind of things that are kind of weird, but, uh, you know, the people should move forward. So that's why that doing this type of things. Yeah. Uh, online graduation online, ha- happened as well. People were like doing graduation ceremonies online. Yeah. I think we published so, one story of like um, using like a tablet and a robot for people mm-hmm. to accept their, um, accept their certificates or diplomas. And mm-hmm. yeah. there's a stage full of like androids and people's just faces. So, we had also, we had to, um, in Japan, a lot of the festivals went online rather than close down entirely and mm-hmm. leave their fans and the uh, neighborhoods that are involved in them out of luck. Uh, quite a few of them actually came up with ways to hold their festivals online and mm-hmm. uh, and broadcast them to 
all the people who care. And that actually, in some cases, created larger audiences because people who had never been able to get there could see them. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So online model model did it's a big trending word in Japan. Um, um hopefully the trend kind of stops this year <laughs> and we can be like offline model model or whatever the the opposite or the next step of this is. Um mm-hmm. next trending word that we had in our stories was animal crossing. Um in Japan it's uh, atsumori. Or mm-hmm. atsumare dobutsu no mori. Dobutsu no mori, so Ariel, I think you covered a lot of these stories. Could you give us, um, tell us, tell our listeners what this was about? Yeah, so uh, Animal Crossing, New Horizons, uh, the game that was uh, produced by Nintendo, company based in Kyoto. Uh, and, you know, I think anybody living during this pandemic will be familiar, if not with the game themselves, but with the phenomenon that it created. Uh, And so it came out in March, which was right in the middle of what was for most of the world, a lockdown or a shape of lockdown. specifically uh, was about to enter a sort of the state of emergency, which was, I suppose, a soft lockdown, if you will. And uh, it was, um, the timing was incredible. People, you know, just would, would buy this in, in, in bulk basically. And, uh, and I think it was the characteristic of the game itself that it's so cute and it allows you to interact with your family, your friends and online. And so you can interact with people that you love online when you can't meet them and so on. There were mm. various reasons why this game was one of the most popular games of all time. And uh, yeah. it won uh, the best family game at the Game Awards uh, 2020 that uh, took place in the beginning of December. Mm. So, yeah, just another way in which Japanese video games managed to find the silver lining in the period of the pandemic, I suppose. Yeah, it's a very big game. Um, I've played it. I actually have it at home. And <laughs> <laughs> I was so surprised that politicians use that's know, right, yeah, their their politics. So <laughs> it's kind of phenomenon. It, yeah, there's uh, it's 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 a can't think of another word, but it's it's quite addictive because there's, <laughs> there's the design aspect to it, and there's also the like you know progress your island um, and mm-hmm. um, and develop your relationships with the people who live in your island or the animals that live in your island. So it's it's a great mm-hmm. it's a great um it's, it's a great game <laughs> uh, and i think it's especially surprising that it did so well because nintendo was also experiencing problems with the supply chain of producing nintendo switch at the time that's right so there was a worldwide shortage of nintendo switch was it's the console that you would use to play mm. at and despite that it was still so popular right yeah, it's incredible the, the success that it had. So. so, yep, Animal Crossing was one of the trending words in 2020 this year. And mm-hmm. another trending word, and it's I think it's going to be trending for a while, is um, Kimetsu no Yaiba, or in English mm-hmm. as we know it, Demon Slayer. And again, Ariel, you covered a lot of these stories. Could you um, let our listeners know what Demon Slayer was about? Yeah, so Demon Slayer um, is was first a manga that came out in 2016 and then became an anime uh, in 29 anime series in 2019. And it talks about uh, this boy in the Taisho era that loses his whole family uh, to a demon, except his sister, who gets turned into a demon in order to 
return to human form, he becomes himself what is called a demon slayer. Um, and uh, it's, uh, it, it became incredibly popular as a manga itself. So it surpassed uh, in some occasions One Piece, even you know the historic manga. And then this anime itself was consistently top trending on Netflix, for example, which is where you can see it worldwide. But then um, the last installment of the anime came out in a film on October 16th this year. And I think it was a combination of the timing of when it came out, because it was no, not a lot of films had come out in 2020 at all. Uh, and there was a period when, you know, in summer, the infections of COVID-19 were going up and then they were coming down again. In, in the in, So people finally could go to cinemas again without feeling too anxious. And then this movie came out and it exploded. <laughs> it it became so incredibly popular in months, like tens of millions of people went to see it, so much so that actually the news of today is that Mugen Resha, the, 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 the film, has become the highest uh, box, box office selling anime film in all time. So it has overtaken uh, Spirited Away, uh, the film by Studio Ghibli and directed by Hayao Miyazaki that came out in 2001. Um, and, you know, it's a historic film. It's considered the best anime of all time. And now it's been overtaken by this film that only came out, you know, a month and a half ago. So it's, uh, it's you know, it's here to stay for sure. It's going to be big. And um, some bit of trivia, the lead act, the lead voice actor. Mm-hmm. Um, Hanaiki Natsuki-san had, um, mm-hmm. he recently had baby twins, I think in October, oh. I think October or something. So yeah, that was, I guess that kind of added some popularity to, to Demon Slayer or Kimetsu no because of his personality. Um, mm-hmm. but that was, that was such a surprise. And I think Twitter in Japan was mm-hmm. blowing up because he had these baby twins. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And then another thing, I guess, is interesting as well the film and the anime is that there is the lead singer, um, Lisa, who is also hugely popular. Um, and she's going to perform in Kohaku, right? The New Year's. Yeah, um, in the next couple of days. Um, so that's, uh, you know, it, it's uh, another element that makes the, f- the series and the film so popular, I think. Okay. So we have covered a lot of Demon Slayer this year, I guess, because it's quite popular and it's quite a big talking point and it's a trending word in Japan. And I know, Ariel, you published a story about it today, um, passing um, Spirit Away as a top grossing movie from Japan. So to our listeners, do check them out. Um, and yep, that was Demon Slayer or Kimetsu no Yaiba in Japanese, a trending word in Japan this year. Um, we've got two more. Um, the next one is Amabie. And I know, Susan, you covered a lot of Amabie and also quite a fan yourself. Could you tell us, tell our readers well, about yeah. Amabie? Amabie takes the Japanese uh, cultural traditions and um, international mythology and uh, all of the best uh, diversions that you could have that make you think that something positive can come out of the worst possible situation uh, and look forward. Uh, It's a a critter that uh, uh, originated in the mythology of the Kyushu, uh, south of the island that Tokyo is on, so not near Tokyo. And it's uh, sort of three-legged and it's got scales and it's got feathers and it's got a beak. uh, And it uh, looks very sort of feminine and cute. Uh, And uh, its whole purpose to come out of the sea and make its presence known was to tell people that if they practice with the image of this critter, 
creature, whatever, uh, that uh, that it will help them to uh, send away uh, pandemics and illnesses and plagues. The, the reason that the the myth the myth began. Uh, also made it popular and its cuteness, of course, made it popular mm. and it's become an, also an international phenomenon, maybe not to the extent of some of Japanese anime, but uh, it's not only popular in Japan and you can find it on New Year's cards and you can find it in, I think, stamps and you can find it uh, on uh, trinkets and you can find it uh, yeah, on Japanese sweets, you can find it on towels and uh, everything else. But you can also find it in Russian nesting dolls. And uh, internationally, it's become a really favorite um, figure because it helps you to believe that there's a way out of the horrors that we've lived through this year. So I, I love the stories. We have lots of stories on Amabie. Mm. So please check our um, trending words mm. and take a look at them because they're they're fun and they make you think that mm. they make you believe that really everything will eventually settle down and become life again. Yeah, Amabie <laughs> um, was a quite pleasant surprise for me. Quite great, delightful read um, throughout the year, and um, hopefully we have some more in the year. Um, I do like how Amabie gets changed or used by people in different ways, um, but it still sends a message of positivity. Well, Dharma makers are also making Amabie figures. Right, so. yeah. <laughs> I actually bought a Dharma Amabie myself. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Yeah. Nice. laughs> and um, lastly, uh, the top training word, I think everyone had a, had an idea of what, what it would be. Um, and it was the three C's, so Samitsu by... Mm-hmm. Um, Tokyo Governor uh, Koike-san and maybe let's just go around the call and we talk about how 3Cs was how has it really affected you or, or you know how has it impacted your life this year maybe Naito-san could you talk about the 3Cs in your life well I try to uh, not to uh, follow 3Cs th- uh, th- but uh, well the, the situation became uh, so tough I mean uh, my family, uh, you know, we had uh, uh, the elders in my family, so uh, we tried to uh, not to infect them. So, uh, yes, there's three Caesar kind of new lifestyle uh, will be uh, having everywhere in a family, I think. Uh, what about you? What? <laughs> yeah, for me as well, it's just um, very being very conscious of... Um, interaction with people um especially like public transport um and people who i may know but i don't know where they've been or what they've been doing <laughs> so just trying to keep um my the, my family i'm um, in japan i'm protected by being uh, responsible how about how about yourself ariel three c's this year for um, you I think it was interesting, right? Because I think the concept of the three C's uh, sort of encapsulates is not something that is necessarily only Japanese, right? I mean, the fact that everybody, you try to wear a mask, you try to social distance and so on. But I think it it encapsulated well the idea, you know, don't go to a very small crowded restaurant. Don't have really close conversations with people. Um, and, you know, be in a place which is well aired and so on. It managed to encapsulate all of that. So a very easy reminder of, okay, I have to avoid these three things. And so, um, you know, in, in a way it made the, the fear manageable, right. As opposed to 
you know, avoid the virus. It's like, no, you're not avoiding the virus. You're avoiding the three C's. So, you know, second that it got a bit of an awkward situation, if may, I don't know, somebody was kneeling in too close, you could be like, oh, this is Mitsu, you know, let's. Mm-hmm. And so it was a very sort of effective communicative device. So right. in a way, I thought it was, that. that's how it affected everyday life. You're like, oh, let's not do that because it's Mitsu. Let's not close because it's Mitsu. And so. Right. Just heighten a lot of people's awareness of like their like behaviors and lifestyle. And maybe mm-hmm. Susan, yourself, how about you? The three C's this year, has it, how, has it impacted your life? Oh, well, obviously it's impacted our life quite a lot. Um, I can't fly because of uh, three C's and uh, <laughs> various other uh, coronavirus related issues. Uh, but I think the three C's are a very interesting social phenomenon in Japan. Uh, we've had Governor Koike and also other Japanese leaders, the Prime Minister, um, Prime Minister Abe, and now Prime Minister Suga, uh, and their ministers. Everybody talks about three C's. The governors of other pro, um, uh, regions of Japan talk about three C's. We talk about three C's to our neighbors. Three C's has become a part of our daily interaction. So forgetting your mask or uh, putting gel on your hands or standing a little bit further away from people. If you get on the train, uh, I do ride public transportation. So if you get on the train, you will notice that people in the train automatically go to the seat that has space with it. So you have a person, a space, a person, a space, a person, a space. (laughs) Unless it's rush hour, uh, that's how people sit. They're not grouping together. And I think that the way Japan has handled the sort of the slogan of three C's has made it possible for Japanese to incorporate um, avoidance of those problems better than a lot of other cultures. And a lot of people say, well, you know, Japan's different. They were already used to wearing masks. Mm -hmm. That's part of it. That's not all of it. I think the other part of it is that there's this very easy slogan Mm. that we use and other people don't seem to, other cultures don't seem to, that helps us remember Every day, all the time, you know, there's a three somewhere, there's a C somewhere. It's mm. a number three, a big C and a little S. Uh, it's not complicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the three C's um, training word in Japan this year. And maybe just to recap, the training words in Japan that we co- covered in our stories were online marumaru, animal crossing or atsumori, and kimetsu no yaiba or demon slayer, and amabie and the three C's of Sanmitsu's. So to our listeners, um, please check out these articles and we also have the top 25. And we'll, um, thanks to everyone for joining the call and we'll catch up with you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Oh, happy New Year to our listeners. <laughs> happy New Year to everyone. Yeah, and we'll new, catch happy you happy next year. time. Yeah, this is the last okay. one. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Thanks for listening. This was the Real Issues, Real Voices, Real Japan podcast by Japan Forum. Catch you next time.